what is it stamps? Is it coins? Is it anything to do with rocket ships or magic? No, it's a hobby. I know it's a hobby. Dr. Wheel, what is my hobby? Dr. Wheel, what is a hobby? Getting back with that funky ass shit. No, that's my hobby. That's my hobby. I'm getting down with Dr. Wheel. Hello, America. My name's Brian Wheel, and I just felt up my girlfriend. Welcome to my house. Welcome to my podcast. You're on Hobbies with Dr. Wheel. We've got some fun stuff in store for you today. It's the first time I've ever had a friend on the podcast. Usually, it's just an acquaintance. But this time, I thought I'd change it up. Somebody that knows me well. Somebody that could tell you all my dirty secrets. We chose a hobby that I found quite fun. And we had some laughs together. I hope that you are having a great day and can share some laughs with us. Spring has sprung. The birds are chirping, the trees are in bloom, and you have chosen the best podcast in America. Good morning and welcome to the greatest place in the history of the world, my house. You are here with me, Dr. Will. I am your host for the best podcast, maybe in all of America. I don't know about the world. I can't listen to other languages. I don't bother to learn them, so I don't listen to those podcasts. So, what I am telling you, though, is the ones that are broadcast in English, this one's clearly the best. I have a very special episode. I have a very special guest. It is February 29th. February 29th, folks, 2012, the year that the world is supposed to end, Black History Month's last day, maybe ever. Ever. Maybe ever. Maybe ever. Okay. It's Probably not. Probably not. not. Four years from now, we'll come back and there will be another Black Mother's Day and we'll say, that was really cool when we thought the world was going to end last Black Mother's Day. By the way, happy Black Mother's Day. It's a holiday I just invented this year. But just in case, we better, we better live it up. Yeah, we're doing big things. We're yeah. podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. How big does it get? You're on. <laughs> it doesn't get much bigger. You're on hobbies with Dr. Will. <laughs> this week's guest is indeed black. Yes, I am. He he came to me and said, you know, there's a lot of things going on out there in the world we need to talk about, and Black History Month is one of them. I feel like since you're doing this podcast, I should be on during uh, Black History Month. And I said, you know, you're right. You you came to me and what what was the first thing out of your mouth? We should do the podcast. Big Mama's no, house. No, b- before that, before Big Mama's house. Today or in the first discussions of the podcast. Remember, remember what you said when when you said I need to be on this. I do not remember. I you not said recall. you stupid racist white prick. Something along those lines. I hear, I hear, <laughs> I you, yeah, I hear you have a podcast. I'd like to be on there. And I said, yeah. "Oh, sure, yeah, that sounds fun." Uh, what we do here is we pick out a hobby. Hobbies, yes. I I don't have a hobby. I've uh, there, there's been a couple of things that I thought were fun, but nothing that I've ever you know would do again so far on the show. Right. And but what uh, about the rape mask? I thought sh- is, is that not a hobby? Nobody knows about the rape mask on this show. Don't fuck that up for me. Don't you fuck that up. Nobody knows about that. Drop it. Drop it right now. Moving along. Um, yeah, so anyways. Yes. Um, 
what I'm trying to do is find a hobby, something I want to do, f- you know, for the rest of my life. The I, of there's nothing life. that I like in this world, and it makes it makes me kind of miserable in the few free moments I have because I'm like, well, what do I do now? Yes, yeah. Yeah. So it, what what have you tried? What, oh, a lot what of things. Has it worked? <laughs> like by by this point, we're on podcast like 607. Yes. Like I've done 606 other things. And so you're I, just digging out of the barrel now by the yeah, bottom of the scraping the bottom of the yeah. barrel i've got people offering things left and right and i'm like oh, i've already done that today i i have no idea what we're doing i gotta go to the closet full of hobbies and pick something out well I, let's get in there i'm you excited really, you want to get to it I'm right excited. away i'm excited for this hobby right away yes all right i'm gonna go into the closet of hobbies to the closet oh hobbies hey why don't you tell them the the special guest that isn't allowed to talk. Oh, yes. The, the man of the hour. The silent partner, if you will. Mr. Jesse Mullins. Vigorously drawing what looks to be he's, he's a got, very nude woman. Yeah. It, it could, not, not this time? What he's doing... It, it, folks, uh, if you take a look over to... Uh, it would be your left at home. My right. Um, he has... He's basically drawing the... Uh, nude couch scene from the movie Titanic. Only uh, she's brunette, not redhead. Yeah, and Ginger, ginger's freaking out. What's different, you know, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's hand was trembling. Jesse has a boner that's trembling right now. Uh, I would say more so throbbing than trembling. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm. Nobody said I was a wordsmith. You know, True. I've never been called smart a day <laughs> in my life, but. Uh, from the closet oh hobbies, I proffered Rory's Story Cubes. Yes. Let your imagination roll wild. Yes. There's nine cubes, 54 images, 10 million plus combinations, infinite stories. It's by GameRight Industries, registered. If you would like to write to them, Games for the Infinitely Imaginative, 70 Bridge Street, Newton, Massachusetts, 02458. Email them at jester at It's trademarked. The copyright's 2010. It's a division of... Say so? Whatever. I don't even know what this is, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and open this. And <clears throat> There's nine cubes, as they said. Right now, I'm seeing different... Um, it's taped in there. Oh, they said the packaging seems a little uh, the, much. There's just different pictures on them so far. Uh, basically, what we need to do is... Is that an alien? Yeah, it, 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 look, it could be one. It lets your imagination roll wild, right. remember? Okay, so... I mean, it could be Michael Jackson. <laughs> how, to, <laughs> how to play Rory's Story Cubes. There are infinite ways to play with the Rory's Story Cubes. You can play solitaire or with others. Here are a few suggested ways to unleash your creativity. Number one. Roll all nine cubes and look at the face-up images. Pick an image that will be the starting point for your story. Begin with once upon a time. <laughs> that is a weak beginning to a story. So number two, think up a title or a theme for a story. Examples, the beach, my fantastic vacation, dream. Then roll the nine story cubes and tell a story that relates back to the title or theme. Number three, divide the cubes evenly among players. It's okay if some get more than others. Starting with one player and continuing in a circle, take turns rolling the cubes and adding to the story based on the face images. Uh, Stop after all nine cubes have been rolled or continue rolling for additional rounds. Notes. 
To play while traveling, remove the clear insert and roll the cubes in the tray. To neatly store the cubes, flip over the insert and place it back in the tray. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Oh, uses for Rory's story cube. This actually kind of sounds fun. It actually does. Party game or icebreaker. I'm taking this on a first date sometime. Uh, So, hey, my name's Brian. I brought the Rory story cubes. Why don't we get this date started? Let's do it. All right. See, that's exactly what she would say. That's exactly what she would say. Wait. (laughs) Wait a minute. Second use they, they list is problem solving. How? That, that's the first thought in my mind, too. <laughs> How? How? What? Why? <laughs> what? What? What problem is this going to solve? I don't know. Boredom, uh, perhaps? The third is creative inspiration. Let's have a look at these. The guys. fourth is speaking and listening skills. The fifth, I like this one, mental workout. That. And the sixth, literacy development. All right. That's pretty much That's all there is to it. Let, we, it's for uh, ages eight plus, which has been every single thing I've done on the podcast. So that, far. Does no one make games for small children? <laughs> no, I was talking about that uh, the other day. Like, kids must just be going through a living hell until they turn eight because they see all these things and they're like. <sighs> I mean, I guess they've got the internet. Cable. No, that's for eight plus as well. Is it? Yeah. Now, do you want to do it in the order they give it to us, or do you just want to go hog wild and say, fuck it, we don't have to go in order? I say we just freelance this, see how it turns out. So, let's let's divide them and make a story based on what's rolled. Okay. We'll divide. I'll take these four, you have those five, so that means you go first. Folks at home, take off those panties, because shit's about to get wet. Roll so, one, so one at a time. Go, you roll one at a time in this. In this, and this is how I begin storage. Right? Yeah, uh, I guess you would begin it. Um, so right now we have a star that looks to be shooting. That's been rolled out. Uh, so take us away. One evening, under the bright, the dark evening. Excuse me. On a July. Night. This is beautiful summer. This is beautiful summer. I remember this night. It was very warm. Okay. Drinking cold Coors Light, which I hated. I happened to look up and I saw a shooting star. And I thought to myself, wouldn't this be great? If, just only if, I'll let my man take it from there. I've rolled a keyhole. Uh, it, It would have been great. I was there too, and I was. We were on the same wavelength, and I was thinking, this would be great if we could find our keys. We're fucking trapped out here with cold Coors Light. All I want to do is go home. I don't want to drink these. The last thing I want to do is get drunk with Cliff. I don't really know him that well. It's our first time meeting, and this asshole's locked his keys in his car. Like, sure, that shooting star was great, but right now I kind of am nervous. I'm I'm with a a guy I don't know. And I'm drinking Coors Light. And out of nowhere, a lightning bolt strikes. And it hits the car. And it's almost like a sign from God. Only Brian doesn't believe in God. So, I mean, that just made the evening even a little more awkward. Because we're half drunk. We're having to walk. It's July, so it's extremely hot. Hmm. Shooting star. It's really hot. Keys are locked in the car. He's upset. I'm upset. And then just top it off, you know, lightning hits the car. So I look up, 
and I see the moon finally comes out and it lights our path. And I'm thinking, oh, at least this has happened. At least we can see where we're going now. We're walking along and I hear this noise. There's something creeping in the bushes. I'm wondering to myself, is this my last day on earth? Is this all I'm gonna get to do? And out of nowhere, this guy hops out of the bush with this enormous flashlight. I mean, this thing was a spotlight, not a flashlight, a spotlight. It was ridiculous, because, I mean, my eyes were burning, so I'm half drunk. Flashlight to my eyes, thinking it's a cop, you know. I'm just wondering, what the hell is going to happen to my car? It's over there burning. At that point, I fell asleep. At that point, I was was just too tuckered out. I was buzzed from the Coors Light. The flashlight scared me, and all I wanted to do was just curl up in a ball and go to sleep. I found my lucky horseshoe. (laughs) It was in Brian's pocket. So immediately, I'm thinking, this motherfucker, this is why I not only locked my keys in my vehicle, but it also is now burning because of the lightning. And now he's sleeping, so what am I supposed to do with this guy? I mean, this other guy over here is looking like Sasquatch's little brother. That What I shouldn't have done was take your lucky horseshoe. That's probably why. That's probably what I'm saying. That's what every, probably every bit of this happened. <laughs> Although, admittedly, it's weird that you're going through my pockets while I'm sleeping. Well. Uh, I guess you had to do what you had to do. <laughs> I was searching for your ice number, you know, in case of emergency. At that point, the Sasquatch-looking male climbed up a tree. And we decided this is our chance. We got to get out of here. Luckily, we weren't in the country at all. We were in the park all along. We were just so drunk on Coors Light, we thought we were in the middle of nowhere. So we get out of the park, we start going to our respective homes, and as as I'm leaving, I say to Cliff, you know, I, I had some fun with you. We got drunk, we thought we were going to die, I took a nap, woke up, I'm feeling better, maybe we should hang out again. So uh, we get around the corner... Heading home, getting ready to split up, and there's these guys shooting dice. I look at Brian, I say, man, we could take these guys for some cash. Let's hustle them. So, I mean, eventually, we worked our way into the game. Clickety-clow, clickety-clow, clickety-clow. We work our way into Rolling the game. Rolling We get down big. Big. I'm, I mean, but that's my big. thing. Yeah. So, this is how we're hustling. So, we get in deep. All of a sudden, here comes Brian. And he's like, I got you. Homie. Click, cloud, click, cloud, click, cloud, click, cloud. And this guy's like, quick draw McGraw with the dice. Yeah, rolling dice. 7 Eleven. <laughs> yeah, nothing but it. All day. And this is the story of how we became as good of friends as we are today. From from drinking Coors Light locked out of a car, sh- seeing shooting stars in the country, Lightning bolts. which was actually just in the park, to going our separate ways. And shooting dice, we decided, hey, let's hustle people for the rest of our lives. So here we are today. That's the story of Dr. Wheel and Cue Ball. (laughs) You want to tell that story? That's a pretty good story. That is a pretty good story, but I don't know how we could relate it. You don't have to relate it. This is, uh, what we're doing is telling stories. So why don't we tell a real story now?
first time. <laughs> no, this was the second time. The second, second time. time we ever went out. Uh, things were Where getting. Where did we out. start out then? The one, 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 one. The one, 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 one. one, 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 one. Right, things right. were getting pretty wild, and Cliff. I don't know if Cliff uh, does things like I do things when I go out, but he was he was a few sheets into the wind. I'd say he was a good two or three sheets into the wind, and he was a little uppity that night. He was all he wanted to do was get into a fight, and I'm trying to have a good time. I was I was just trying, like I normally do. I go out and try and have a good time with people. So Cliff sees an opportunity to start making fun of somebody. And we have to leave that place immediately, pretty much. So it's pouring rain, and we have to leave there. We, we're walking. It was raining. Uh, we go down the street, and suddenly, Ta-da. out of the corner of my eye, I see two people procreating. In public. In public. And I say, hey, Cliff, take a look at this. So what do I do? Take it away, Cliff. Walk right up to him. I mean, we got the reverse cowgirl. What else do you do? What else do you do? I mean, what else would you do? You walk up, you have a look, and you say, what do you got going on? You try and high-five the guy is what you tried to do. I don't remember that. You say, what's up, guys? What's going on over here? Yes, I said, what's what's going on over here, fellas? Yeah, that was weird because you called the girl a fella. Yeah, she looked like a fella. (laughs) She did look like a fella. (laughs) Or a horse, perhaps? I was calling her Mr. Ed. (laughs) See? I mean, really, that's where the evening kind of starts to blur. Yeah, that's wh- Well, that's where I say, you know, oh, this has gone bad, bad quickly. Like, yeah. this has turned south. And I remember you pushing me. I know, I didn't push you. I grabbed you. I said, we got to get out of here. You're, you're going to get beat up because well, that guy was I mad. Got, that guy was putting on his pants and ready to fight. And I, I was ready to go. <laughs> Did I look scared? But uh, that, I didn't want that. I didn't right, want the right. night to end right there. So, as I'm pulling Cliff away, this guy punches me in the face. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, uh, to me, like, I don't know. I'm not a big guy. I can take a punch, though. Uh, he could take a truck to the face. <laughs> yeah. I, Screw I, a punch. Yeah. And uh, I, I just let it go because he's drunk and Cliff just stopped him from having sex with this horse. And... Uh, uh, we just go into the bar, and I'm telling the bartender the story. I'm like, you you wouldn't believe what we just said. No, it wasn't there. the bartender. Really. Yeah, it was Sean. He was no, I was telling the bartender, and then Sean came up. Uh, yeah, I guess Names right. don't matter in this story, though, because nobody's going to know these names. Correct. So the doorman comes up, and he's listening. And that obviously upsets the doorman, because you can't have that stuff going on outside of your bar. So these two come back in, and I say, oh, well, there they are. Uh, take it away, Cliff. Once again, this is a point of the night where it was a little blurry. Brownout. Not a blackout, a brownout. Yeah, a brownout. Well, we're having drinks. I know it's the guy who's just mean-mugging the hell out of us. Mm-hmm. And I mainly Brian. me. Yeah, mainly Brian. By this time, he's calling in his, his, his fellows, you know. He's, the posse. He's got two or three guys with him. They're, they're decently sized, you know. Not, no, no, no. Oh. Oh, like Bill. Yeah, like, oh, okay. like they Bill. I mean, they're, they they fairly outweigh us, probably by... I weigh 140 pounds. Well, there you go. It's easy to outweigh me. Yeah. Well, anyways, I noticed they're, they're giving us the eye. And I'm letting Brian know, you know, hey, they're not looking too happy over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're, we're kind of outnumbered. 
So let's keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Mistake number two. Yeah. So we get a couple more back. And uh, we decided to stop and go to the restroom. Yeah. You know, it's getting fairly late. It's almost last call, you know. Yeah. And at that point, you have to you have to yeah. get rid of the drinks you've had. Right. You know, you make at some point, you yeah. need to use the restroom yeah. when you're so, at the bar. So go in the restroom. And I don't remember if we were going in or if we were coming out. Old boy was in there he as in we there. walked in. Right. And, of course, you... He had something to say. Yeah. And I am just laughing at him. I, like, really, I, I don't. See, I'm, I remember asking him why he hit you in the face. Yeah, that's what I asked. I was like, why'd you hit me, dude? <laughs> like, I, I was trying to get my friend away from you. And I can't and, remember what he said, but it was, I think it was because we called his girlfriend a horse. I'm not going to lie. I, think. I, I At that point, we hadn't called her a horse. Are you sure? Because yes, I could have swore as we were walking upstairs, you said fairly, you like Mr. Ed. Fairly confident. Yeah, walking up the stairs, but that's inside the building. Yeah. He's outside the building. That's correct. I guess putting on his clothes. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, there there's absolutely no reason. Uh, and at that point, uh, I just laugh it off. You know. Yeah. Bygones will be bygones. Drunk people will hit people for no reason. No reason. You know, there's nothing big about it. Uh, but Cliff, sensing danger and trouble brewing, says we should grab. Some cue balls from the pool table. Yes, we did. Walking back up to the bar from the pool tables. Run me through it because I have no memory of it. This is when the night gets just all wrong quickly. Uh, proverbial shit hitting the fan, yeah. folks. So we're walking by the bar. I'm looking to my left because there's someone coming out of the elevator. As I'm looking back to my right where Brian was walking... I see one of the guys just pretty much give left turn Clyde to Brian. He, he decked him. So he goes flying. So my immediate reaction was, you know, I didn't grab this cue ball to play pool. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, him and his face got really acquainted with that cue ball. And once again, this is where it kind of blurred. Yeah, I, 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 I remember... The next thing I know, like, I don't remember getting hit at all. So, obviously, I got hit pretty good. Pretty hard. I don't even, yeah, I, there's no point in me even, like, I don't even remember getting blindsided. So, I wake up, and Mr. Ed is standing over me yelling at me, and I'm just thinking, like, what the fuck just happened? Because I'm clear across the bar, like, somebody has picked <laughs> yeah. me up and thrown me or something. Next and, thing I know, I've got two guys getting pulled off of me, and I'm thinking, where the hell is Brian? Yeah. I'm looking over. He's all the way on the other side of the bar. Yeah, and it's a pretty big bar. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fairly size. But that being said, all of this only endeared us to yes. have a better friendship than we had at the beginning of that night. Yes. Uh, Not to mention that this was, what, days after you got ran over? Yeah. This was maybe a week after I had been hit by a car. Yeah. So his face still had the black eye. was supposed to be dead. Yeah, and he hit me in the black eye, too, which I thought eye. was a little cheap. You know, go for the other one. Yeah. I mean, you don't get other. bragging points for already blackened. Yeah, it's like. Blackened eye. Come on. This guy can barely walk, and yeah. you just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like, God. Congratulations. She was there at the bar. She heard my guitar. She was long and tall. She was the queen of them all. Last night 
Anyways, from real stories, back to Rory's stories. Yeah. Rory. Rory's story cubes. This, I can see how this solves problems. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay, now wow. in this next one, we have to think up a theme for a story. A theme for a story? Yeah. What would I make up a story about? How about my first time? First time? My first time. Doing it? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Is sex? Yeah. Okay. So now we roll them all together? Clickety clow. Woo! It's a good way to start your first time. I knew this would be dangerous. I was 25 years old, and she was only 16. The long arm of the law would be looking for me. What could I say? She was hot. If someone saw us, or even suspected, what we were doing, there's no telling what the law would do to us. No, there was telling. I'd be going to the slammer. But what would they do to us before the slammer? That's what I was afraid of. I had to go barefoot to her house. Her parents might wake up. I crept down the hall, opened the door real slow, as to not make a sound. Baby, baby, are you asleep? I walked up to her bed, knowing she was ready, and I was ready to lose my virginity. (laughs) Out of my window, I caught a glance of the paratroopers. Coming to put a halt to my deed. <laughs> I knew they were going to try to stop me. I had to move quickly. <laughs> my mind was focused. My body was prepared. I knew what I was doing was wrong. The demons inside of me were telling me to hurry, though. She's there. She's ripe for the picking. I pulled down her panties. I entered. Said, wow, this is what it's like? so deep I need a flashlight <laughs> I figured it would be a little tighter seeing how it was supposed to be her first time too immediately in the back of my mind I'm thinking this paratrooper's not only going to shoot me in my ass but I had to lose my virginity to the town bicycle what a crock of shit and it was over quickly I pulled up my panties and I told her I loved her which wasn't true but I thought That's what you say after sex. After all, it was my first time. I made off like a bandit, out the window. I had an idea. (laughs) The paratrooper has to find his ride back somehow. If I could somehow get this helicopter or plane, I could get out of Dodge before they find me. I was confused on how to do this, knowing full and well his plane would be long gone by now. But it was... My idea. I had to go find the plane. Unfortunately, the paratrooper found me first. I asked, Why did you jump from a plane to get me? He said to me, Because we knew we had to get a jump on your tricky ass. We're just sad that we didn't get here before you lost your virginity. And that's the story of me losing my virginity. You want one one more story? (laughs) I think story time is well over. Well, how do you feel? Would you uh, would you play this game again? 
Definitely. I think this game would be very interesting with, with some Mamba's malt liquor. I was just thinking that, yes. Maybe some alcohol and perhaps a female or three. Yeah, I think that... I think with the more people you have playing this game, it'd be great. Like, yeah. I can't believe I actually really enjoyed this one. I feel that I definitely will be playing this again, as opposed to everything else that's just been, you know, thrown out. I wonder if every every story cube game has the same cubes. I don't know. Or could you buy a different game and perhaps get a different cube? That's interesting. Because that could change the whole premise of the game. Yeah, we might have to figure that out. I had a lot of fun. Uh, I would definitely consider this, you know, something I'll do again. I wouldn't call it a lifelong hobby. N- uh, I don't know about that. I think I would play this when I'm old. I don't think I'm going to do this every day, but I think it's fun. Yes, it's, it's entertaining. Yeah. In the least. Yeah. So, I mean, we're in agreement. This is something you do again. Yes, yeah. That's great. I would definitely take it with me to a party. Yeah, this is, we may have finally found something that I actually like. Rory Story Cubes, huh? Rory Story Cubes. I, I highly recommend it, in fact, if you if you ever see this out somewhere. It's a very tiny box. I'll take a picture of it and post it on Twitter. So there you have it. Another successful episode in the books. Thank you for tuning in this week. Hopefully you'll come back and next week we'll have something else up. I know that I have been very lackadaisical getting this one up, but hey, I just moved. Give me a chance to get settled in. Jesus Christ. Anyways, come fucks with me on Twitter. That account is the Doctor's Couch. If you want to email me, I just got a new email address because I was told that Hotmail is long dead and not cool anymore. So I shelled out the cash for a Gmail account. I believe it is Hobbies with Dr. Wheel, all spelled out, at gmail.com. Pretty sure that's it. If it's not, you're going to send an email to somebody and they're going to be like, what the fuck is this? But send me your questions and your comments. I'll get back with you. We'll read them on the air. I know I haven't done it yet, but believe me, the emails are piling up. Like, I, I better go read them right now, actually. So, I'll leave you with the song. Have fun. Love everybody out there. It's a tough world to live in without love. And the sign.